0: Well, let's start with Ukraine, because a U.S. official is reported to have said American spy satellites detect an explosion at Ukraine's Kakovka Dam just before it collapsed, flooding the surrounding areas on Tuesday. The claims are reported in The New York Times. The official told the newspaper the satellites equipped with infrared sensors detected a heat signature consistent with a major explosion. Well, in a separate development, a seismology team from Norway found evidence of a blast by looking at seismic signals detected in Romania. And Ukraine's security services have released a recording of what they say are two Russian military figures discussing how the dam was sabotaged, although the recordings can't be verified. Well, on the ground, Ukraine has reported heavy fighting in the eastern region of Donetsk. On Friday, officials said Ukrainian forces had gained more ground near the city of Bakhmut. There are also reports of heavy fighting in the Zaporizhia area. Military experts say the area will be the focus of Ukraine's long-awaited counter offensive. Well let's uh, start this hour by looking in more detail uh, about what we know about that dam collapse. Regina Van has been working with the BBC's Verify team and explained more from the Verify Hub.
1: Well as people try and work out what caused the breach of the dam more and more data is coming into us to help us try and piece what happened. Now we've had some data as you mentioned from Norwegian scientists who've been monitoring the seismic signals and they detected seismic signals from Romania that suggested uh, according to their work that there was an explosion at 2.54 local time. This is the time in Norwegian time so you can see there on that wave a peak and that's uh, what they say indicates there was an explosion and crucially what they say is that uh, while they can't pinpoint exactly where it was. It was within a 20 to 30 kilometre radius of the dam. Now we've spoken to them since they published that and they also say that they detected weak signals from what they describe as an earlier event at 2.35 local time, so about 20 minutes before that. And they say that those weaker signals originated from the direction of the the dam. Let's fast forward 20 minutes before that, we've been monitoring the local uh, telegram chats and people were talking at 2.18, 2.19 and onwards about explosions. Uh, things that they say uh, maybe been the sound of a drone, uh, explosions and loud noises. So reports on the ground that people could hear something, perhaps an explosion, even 20 minutes before the Norwegian scientists say there were those two explosions, one that was quite a big one. And we'll lastly come to this, we've played you this before, this is surveillance footage which shows the dam after what appears to have already been breached. Crucially, the timestamp on this is 2.46 in the morning. So that's actually a little bit before uh, the uh, Norwegian scientists say there was a major explosion. Uh, You can see there, that's the hydroelectric power station there. and You can see the extent of the breach there. In footage that we have from the morning after, you can see even more damage to that hydroelectric power station. So we're getting more and more information, more details. It's still unclear what the timeline exactly was and of course we still don't know what caused that breach.
0: Richie Vaidyanathan there in our Verify hub. Uh, now uh, let's get more on the ground because I've been speaking to Michael Bossacue uh, who's in Edessa. He's a senior fellow of the Atlantic Council and explain to me the global implications of the breach of this dam.
2: What a red line has been crossed if Western leaders haven't realized the magnitude of this red line while well, they should uh, Matthew, what we're looking at is a very widespread impact from this explosion. Uh, number one would be food prices are going to spike once again because uh, grain, grain exports, a lot of other prime agricultural land uh, won't be moving. Uh, secondly, we're already feeling it here in Odessa, a crush of migrants uh, from east of here. I suspect a good number of them will be heading towards other countries And then thirdly, the ecological damage. Uh, We're already seeing reports from uh, Odessa Oblast of debris of even animals and dead animals washing up on the shores. There are a lot of states, other states neighboring the Black Sea. They're going to be feeling it as well. So the, the magnitude of this cannot be overestimated
0: and michael i was just asking paul this exact question is it possible to make some sort of early judgment about how much having to deal with the massive humanitarian crisis and the logistics how much that interferes distracts with the the counteroffensive?
2: yeah well you know a lot of um the organizations that were doing the regular stuff of you know helping uh, people affected by the fighting and moving them out of harm's way are now being diverted to rescuing people and providing water and that sort of thing. And state resources, lots of state resources have had to be diverted to provide things like clean drinking water to rescue people. So this is uh, clearly a a distraction, if we can put it that way, probably an intentional one. I tend to agree with what Paul was reporting about, that um, this now more and more appears to have been a deliberate act by the Russian side.
0: Michael, Paul was saying, and we've known it right from uh, the early part of this week, that the officials in Ukraine giving very little detail about this counteroffensive for all the obvious reasons. But what do you think are the next stages, uh, what we've seen so far, and what you think is likely to come both on the ground and and even potentially in the air?
2: Yeah, well, I I don't think we're going to be seeing a counteroffensive of likes like Iraq, shock and all. It's going to be a lot of different points along the front line excuse me, I think um, a major thrust of the Ukrainians will be to sever that land bridge that connects uh, Russia mainland with Crimea. That's going to be a number one objective. I wouldn't be surprised if there was also another quote-unquote accident on the Kerch Bridge to really choke off Crimea. But uh, the Ukrainians um, are also, as, as was reported, taking advantage of the new military that has come their way. My understanding is that Ukrainian pilots have been training in simulators of F-16s for quite some time, so as soon as those arrive from Poland or elsewhere, they'll be ready to hop in. And then finally, I I, I think that the Ukrainians are going to be taking advantage of the disorganization on the Russian side. The chief of the Wagner Group has just uh, reportedly pleaded for uh, 200,000 more Russian troops. Where they're going to find them without a general mobilization, I don't know, but things are not looking good for the Russians at all.